Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson-Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Hello, and welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Juanita Wooten-Radko podcast co-host and grammar guru with another Writer's Workshop. The Writer's Workshop features shorter episodes that focus on the nuts and bolts of the writing process. On today's episode, we're looking at sentence structure, all for a good clause. But first, let's build our vocabulary with the word of the day, peerless. Peerless means matchless, incomparable. For example, Simone Biles won an Olympic gold medal after her floor routine. Her performance was peerless. So the next time you want to compliment somebody, say that something that they do is peerless. Gentle listeners, I have a confession. I started to write this podcast three separate times. The dreaded writer's block was in full force. At first, I thought I would cover commas. Then, as I researched the rules for commas, the first rule I was going to cover discussed conjunctive clauses, and I realized it would probably be helpful to discuss what conjunctions are. Also, possibly, some of you might like to know what qualifies as a clause as well. Frab just day, now I have gone from one podcast topic to having three. Four, if I do an episode on writer's block. So, clauses. These are groups of words that contain a subject and a verb. A subject is someone or something that is doing an action, and a verb is the action. At this point, you might be thinking, wait a minute, that sounds suspiciously like your garden variety sentence. And you're right. A simple sentence is also called an independent clause. Jenny likes apple pie. She does not like bananas. Now, you might be wondering, If there's independent clauses, are there also dependent clauses? Actually, I can hear Kim saying, nope, only you were wondering that, Juanita. Well, you're in luck. A dependent clause has a subject and a verb, but it's not a sentence all by itself. Here's some examples. When I was a little girl, because she is allergic, these are not standalone sentences. You're waiting for me to tell you something else. Dependent clauses could also be called sentence fragments. That doesn't mean that they're weak. Now, I like a strong independent clause as much as the next reader, but dependent clauses are useful for giving us more context about the subject. Whenever we go out for dessert, Jenny likes apple pie. She does not like bananas because she is allergic to them. Cool. Two types of clauses. Independent, which are sentences, and dependent, which are sentence fragments. Whenever and because are flags that let us know independent clause over here. 
whenever tells us that a certain condition has to be met and because tells us that an explanation is going to follow. There are many other words that alert us to dependent clauses at work, some of which include who, whoever, whom, whose, which, where, and that. Oh, don't forget when. Listen for clauses in the next few sentences. Here's some independent clauses. Nancy wore an embroidered dress. Anne took a nap this afternoon. Melanie brought two desserts. Now listen for the dependent clauses. Nancy wore an embroidered dress, which came from her aunt in Dusseldorf. Remember, if I just wrote, which came from her aunt in Dusseldorf, that wouldn't make sense. It's just a fragment. Anne took a nap this afternoon because she'd been up late reading her book. Melanie brought two desserts. So whoever wants banana cream pie, raise your hand. Awesome job, Melanie. Hang in there and stick with it. Now that you know the difference between independent and dependent clauses, go bananas and use a mix of clauses in your writing. It will make it more appealing to read. And it's all part of the challenging creative process that gets you to your final goal, a professional finished book that shares your message with the world. That's it for today's Writer's Workshop. I'm Juanita Wooten radko Thank you for joining me on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. It's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.